Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Just jumping jacks. You can do that anywhere. So simple. Do 60 seconds and all of a sudden your heart rate's up. It's like the equivalent of going on a quick jog. Things like that can be effective. Obviously, that's not the one thing you do to become healthy, but kind of gets your body back intact. First, a quick word from our best ever partner, PropStream. PropStream is an all-in-one platform that gives you the tools you need to reach more leads, book more meetings, and close more deals with less work. With PropStream, you can find vacant and off-market properties in seconds, nationwide or specific to any zip code you can skip trace owner information find cash buyers specific to an area and find other investors to potentially partner with or fund your deals PropStream provides you the comprehensive data and market insight you need to be at the top of your real estate game PropStream also features state-of-the-art marketing tools that allow you to send out direct mail postcards and ringless voicemail Even if you're not in real estate, PropStream can help you locate high net worth individuals to invest in your non-real estate business. Or if you are in real estate, then you can find them to invest in your real estate business. You can use this tool to find people who have millions of dollars in equity in their homes, and you can reach out to them via email, telephone, or snail mail. This is the perfect real estate investing tool for wholesalers and real estate agents, real estate investors, and entrepreneurs. I love how easy the PropStream website is to use. With a few clicks, you can review comps in the area or estimate rehab costs prior to purchasing a property. Act now to take advantage of the plethora of properties that have and will continue to hit the market during this time. And best ever listeners, do you know we got something special for you? You're going to receive a free seven-day all-access trial to experience all the features this powerful tool has, and you'll experience it firsthand. Just go to your7dayfreetrial.com. That's Y-O-U-R, the number seven, dayfreetrial.com. Get started with this. Get your seven-day free trial and start growing your business even more so than you have been. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday you're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best of your listeners, and welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Theo Hicks, and today I'm back with Travis Watts for the Actively Passive Show. We got the, the show title down. Nice. It's Actively Passive. 
investing <laughs> show. So Travis, how you doing? I'm doing great. You messed up the title on the first episode. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. Actively passive. That's kind of hard to say, but I think it's a great title. So Actively excited passive. to finally have a name and kind of a theme to this, even though we're going away from the theme today on our topic, I think. <laughs> a little bit, but we'll connect it back. So yeah, all right. we're going to start off by discussing the article that Travis wrote about celery juice. I really like how it starts out because he says, what does celery juice have to do with real estate? Well, Travis, what does celery juice have to do with real estate? Let us know. And then the next line says, well, really nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we could take it from there. So let's back up a second. So the reason that I wrote this particular blog is for those who read my blogs and content, I'm a big advocate for going out there in the world, finding the experts, right? And finding a multitude of them, whatever we're talking about, whether this is multifamily or active or passive investing or whatever. And what I'm trying to do is kind of jump inside the brains of these folks and then find the commonalities and then extract those commonalities and then kind of form an opinion or a philosophy around something. So when it comes to health, I'm obviously no medical professional, no doctor here, but really this is my wife's research topic for the most part. I'm kind of the finance guy and she's kind of the health advocate. But what we've done over the years is find all these health gurus, so to speak, and find the commonalities and what they say folks can do to kind of health hack, if you will, right? Kind of find a shortcut into health in a sense. So over the years, We've done juicing, we've done water fasts, we've done smoothies, we've been on raw vegan diets, we've done all this crazy stuff and exercise routines is a whole nother story. But one thing that's really stood out lately is finding out what I would call the proper way to digest, if you will, celery juice straight. So I've found a lot of health benefits to that, not just on paper and by research studies and science, but just in my own body, in our own lives. So I just kind of wanted to take the quickest, easiest, simplest thing that folks can do to find that health hack. So I put a quote in there to answer your question, Theo. I think it's at the end. If we don't have our health then what use is our wealth? I mean, obviously we can do some things with wealth, but as far as being self-centered, not a whole lot. (laughs) So that was my purpose of writing it is at the end of the day, what's really more important. We talk all the time about investing and passive income and active stuff, but really if you don't have your health, what use is any of that anyhow? Yeah, no, sure. Thanks for hearing that. So do you think that it's a step further than that? Because when I hear that quote, I say, well, first you need to be healthy and then you can become wealthy. They're not necessarily, it's required to be healthy. It's more like, hey, if you're unhealthy, what's the point, right? Do you think that being healthy is actually beneficial towards being wealthy? Or do you think it's just the prerequisite just because of this quote, if you're sick, then you're not going to be able to enjoy the wealth. Does does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. So you think about the process of building wealth or aka becoming wealthy let's assume that the person we're talking about is not just going to inherit their wealth, right? And this is somebody starting from scratch and building up. It takes a lot of work. We all know that. You're going to have to network and find mentors. You're going to have to read books. You're going to have to study. Well, all of this stuff takes your time and energy. So what you're looking to do is kind of maximize those resources to give you 
the energy to push forward and make that happen. So yes, I would argue, well, not argue, I would agree (laughs) that health comes first. And as you feel good and you've got the energy and the capacity, you can go out there and much more efficiently build wealth and do fix and flips and do whatever you're going to do out there to do your thing. So absolutely. One thing I was thinking about when I knew we were going to this topic is I used to be in amazing shape. I became obsessive over working out and I did this for about a year and a half. It was through CrossFit. And one thing I noticed that it is possible to take your health. I believe, I think it's possible to take your health too seriously. Let me give you an example. A lot of people that I worked out with, working out was their centerpiece, mm-hmm. their entire existence. Yep. So they'd work out and that'd be like the highlight, the main thing that they did all the time, as opposed to using working out, using being healthy as a springboard to something else. So I have a note here of that. It does give you, as you mentioned, discipline, right? Because it's very disciplined to work out, but it is possible to take it too far like I did where I was spending four hours every single day in the gym. I went to work, I worked out, and then that's all I did with my um, (laughs) for a year and a half. So it is possible to overcoat, which is why I really like this simple idea. Sure, it's possible to go overcome a diet too, but this is just one really fast, simple way to right away improve your health. Absolutely. And for those who read these guru health hackers out there, Tim Ferriss's or even the Tony Robbins, they're so into trying to take the four hour gym time down to a 30 minute segment and maybe do that three times a week and get the same results. Sometimes that's possible. Sometimes it's not. Depends on what we're talking about. But the idea is who really wants to go spend the rest of their life in a gym just for the sake of staying healthy. So we've got two sides of the coin and you brought it up beautifully there that you've got the physical side and the gym and the weightlifting, the exercise, then there's the diet, right? So we've focused most our attention on the diet piece. And I'll tell you an example of going overboard, please nobody do this. That's listening. (laughs) We started with just a simple smoothie, one that tasted great, which is called sugar. So like fruit smoothies, right? And then we migrated our way into a hundred percent vegetable smoothies, which tastes pretty awful in general. And from there we thought, Hey, if this already tastes like crap, let's start researching the best possible things that we could put in a smoothie. And we got carried away with this. We were putting like four or five garlic cloves and papaya seeds and all these weird supplement things. And it'll gag you. It'll make you throw up. And anyway, we were in the middle of that. And I went to pick my dad up from the airport. And I was about two weeks into doing these smoothies. And I get in the car and we're driving. He's like, smell garlic? I said, what? (laughs) He said, I smell garlic and it was, my body was just radiating garlic, but I was so immune to it. I didn't even notice. And anyway, we took it too far. Right. So yeah, Mm -hmm. do a smoothie or some juice, but come on. (laughs) That's funny. So um, just one secret for the garlic, because I used to do garlic smoothies too. And surprisingly, Uh the one fruit that I've came across that masked the taste of garlic when you're eating it, because it is really gross, is pears. So if you want to make a smoothie with garlic and kind of get the benefits of the garlic, if you do a pear and garlic smoothie, it'll uh-huh. t- it kind of hits just like nothing, which is kind of surprising. It's like the cancer took their out. At least it did for me. But something else I think we talked about last week, maybe, but I know I was interviewing someone else last week on the podcast who mentioned it. So maybe it was her, but I was asking her questions about morning routines and various different ways to improve your mindset, which is you consider being part of your health as well. 
Mm-hmm. And she mentioned that when you're first starting something, or when you're trying to figure out what's the best morning routine, what's the best workout routine, when you're doing it, don't tell yourself, I'm going to do this for a year, I'm going to do this forever, <laughs> but tell yeah. yourself, I'm going to test this out for a week, two weeks, a month. So reading your blog post, yep. all the various things you talked about, you mentioned that. I tried it for a little bit, I experimented yeah. it, and then I analyzed yep. the results, and sometimes it didn't work. Some of it didn't work, but it sucked. It was horrible. I didn't like it, so I'm not doing it anymore. But I think yep. that's something important too. You do want to start, for example, doing the celery juice. Don't tell yourself that you're going to do it every single day for the rest of your life because you're probably not going to start. It's too overwhelming of a task. And health is tricky too. Everybody's body's different. There's some folks who could just say eat fruit all day and they would thrive. And there's others who would feel sick and weak. So you should never just say, I'm going to do 12 months of eating fruit all day. And then three days in, you're on your deathbed. (laughs) I mean, you got to, we're usually doing experiments, anything from three days, probably being the minimum to maybe three months being the maximum. And depending on what we're talking about, because we can all persevere. You got a little self-discipline, a little willpower, we can push through. But you want to be safe too. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do a a three-month water fast, right? (laughs) That might be catastrophic for you. So to your point, just any goal setting, right? Isn't this just like goal setting 101? To go from scratch and say, I'm going to be a billionaire. Yeah. How about you shoot for a millionaire first, right? (laughs) And then you can step up from there. But it's a little overwhelming to try to go zero to 100. So yeah, I love that. Great point. Yeah, especially when it comes to, to health, I mean, you've got the standard traditional New Year's resolution curse where every single person on the planet is in the gym in January and then <laughs> they're gone by February because they set that goal of I'm going to lose 100 pounds in 2020 or whatever. So yep. something else you had on here is that you've got all of your examples, all of your adventures, you say. <laughs> and one of them is says lots of exercise routines in various programs. And this yeah. is still a work in progress. So obviously one side of health is the eating aspect of it. Yeah. The other side is the physical moving aspect of it. So do you want to kind of let us know? What's yeah. The, I mean, just, just, just through and through with the physical side, I've, I've really got nothing to share that I feel like the masses would benefit from on that side. We've done way more experimenting with diet and food than we have with the exercise. So what I meant by that was, We've done all these little online programs or these 30-day things or the orange theories of the world, all this kind of stuff. And some are great and some are terrible. And I don't know. I haven't mastered that side of it. So like I said, back to kind of the philosophy here is just picking the brains of so many people, finding the commonalities and then making it simple and efficient and effective. So I'm trying to find almost the minimum viable product for the most bang for your buck, if you will. And and to me, that's what the celery juice has been. But I really don't have an example on the physical side. You might possibly have some to share on that, but yeah, yeah, I don't. (laughs) I've got some notes here. So obviously, as Travis mentioned, it's one thing that people need to realize that I think it's very personal. And what works for one person is not going to work for someone else, especially kind of where you're starting at, right? If you haven't worked out in 20 years, it's gonna be a lot different than someone who hasn't worked out in a year or hasn't worked out in um yep. in a month. One starting point thing, like a little quick hack that I'm not necessarily sure how much this will help you long-term health-wise, but like a quick way to get a boost of energy that's also in some sort beneficial to your health. And this is something I know Joe does, and he got it from Tony Robbins, and is that mini trampoline. Have you, have you seen that? Oh, yeah. 
We haven't tried it. I know exactly what you're talking about, but no, I haven't done yeah. it. I, I went in my closet. I haven't used it in a while, but essentially you buy this mini trampoline. I think Tony Robbins has one as a website, but it's really expensive. You go to Amazon and get one for like $10 maybe. And literally whenever you're feeling tired around one or two, you guys get coffee, which I don't see any problem with that, but a quick way to get a, a very fast natural energy boost is to bounce on the trampoline for a minute. You're not really going to be tired afterwards, but something about it, I'm not sure what like the science is behind it, but it gives you a quick energy boost. Yeah. That's one, that's one thing I wanted to mention. And speaking of Tony Robbins, he's a huge advocate of physiology, right? So just something you can do if you don't have one of those trampolines too, that, that I do sometimes just to kind of get my blood going again, maybe after lunch or just jumping jacks, right? You can do that anywhere. So simple. Do like 60 seconds, right? And all of a sudden your heart rate's up. It's like the equivalent of going on a quick jog. Things like that can be effective. Obviously, that's not the one thing you do to become healthy, but kind of gets your body back intact. One more thing that just came to mind as you said that is I remember reading, and I think it was like Men's Health or something years ago, Kenny Chesney, the country singer, when he goes on tour, he's basically touring half the year in stadiums on a bus, and then half the year he spends on his boat in the Virgin Islands. So he goes one extreme to the other. He goes from not drinking alcohol and exercising all the time and touring and just crazy amounts of energy to sitting on a boat, eating whatever he wants to eat and just drinking all day, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. So pretty big swings, but something he does that was kind of cool is this push-up routine. So it's real simple. I've been doing it since COVID because gyms were all closed, but it's like 10 push-ups and then 10 seconds off as a break nine push-ups, nine seconds off as a break, then eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And that's 55 push-ups in a short amount of time. And that's another thing that just kind of gets your body going real quick. Again, you're not going to become a bodybuilder, but it's free, (laughs) it's cheap, and it's easy. So stuff like that is kind of what I'm all about, are these little hacks here and there that you can implement that are easy to do and effective. Yeah, actually another one I had on my list was another really easy way to get a full body workout in every single day, similar to what Travis just said, but you add in other movements as well. So kind of using yep. Travis's example, what you would do, because again, you know, the whole purpose of this is to do it quickly. So let's say in the morning, right when you wake up, you do push-ups. you do 10, nine, eight, seven, down to one. And then maybe before you eat lunch, you do the same thing, but for sit-ups or some sort of variation of an ab workout. And then before you have dinner, you do air squats. So you got abs, you got legs, you got upper body. It'll take you, I don't know, 10 minutes total all day yeah. to, to do that. And do that every single day for a month. And you're going to see a difference in tone. Now, one of the biggest things, if your goal is to actually lose weight. So we're kind of talking about energy. And if you want to lose weight, the best way to lose weight I've found is just running. I've been running a long time. I did a 5K month ago and it was I couldn't walk for a week so depending on where you're at right now you don't want to just go out and run a 5k like I did like a crazy man yep yeah you can start with walking you can start with going on a 15 minute walk it's a lot easier to do that right now especially since everyone's working from home so if you have a 15 minute call just go on a walk for your call and then eventually the next step from there would be to do some sort of interval training so let's say you've got your 15 minute block of walking Next time you're going to walk for a minute and you're going to jog for a minute, a very slow mm-hmm. jog. Yep. Uh, so you alternate that. So 15 minutes, that's seven to eight times. And then eventually you can increase the speed of your jogging interval until ultimately you're sprinting. 
Again, yeah. It might take a while, but ultimately you're sprinting. You can, right? There's one investor, I think his name is Jason Yurusi. I'm not sure if you follow him on Facebook, but he, at least a few months ago, was running hundreds of miles a week. So you can do that, obviously, and you yeah. will lose a ton of weight that way. But a yeah. faster way to do that is to do the intervals and just sprint. Just so like me, I don't like running at all. I despise running, but sprinting, running for one minute, I know it's over, gonna be over in a minute yeah. for a maximum of 15 minutes. So if you wanna lose weight, that's a really good way to start. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of setting up what we talked about earlier, the setting small steps, right? I'm gonna run for 60 seconds. I'm not gonna run for 60 minutes because it's so much easier to give up on that, obviously, and not see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. So yeah, absolutely. So you couple that stuff and all these topics with some diet hacks and then all in all, I think most people see some pretty rapid results, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, I've got a couple other things here as well I wanted to mention. So from there, something else you can do, because this for me, after I got done doing my whole obsessive CrossFit thing and, and working out for three to four hours every single day, I was mm-hmm. completely burnt out and I did not do a single workout for a long, long time, like multiple years. And it was really, really hard to get back into it. And so the people who are listening to this saying, I've tried multiple times to get back into working out and I just can't do it. And this might not work for everyone. So I'm going to kind of go to the top first and work my way down. So I have a personal trainer now. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of the personal trainer, besides them making the workout routine for me, is the accountability aspect of it, right? So every week I have to send him my results. And if I send him half the results or I miss a few days, he definitely lets me know. So <laughs> yeah. The whole purpose there is the accountability. So maybe you don't have the money or don't know a personal trainer or aren't ready for a personal trainer. So the idea is to get someone to hold you accountable. It's going to be a friend, a significant other. Maybe you can start doing a workout together. Something we mentioned today. Maybe you can just start doing the celery juice pack together and have them be your accountability partner. So you text them at the end of the day or end of the week and say, hey, here's what I did this week. What did you do this week? They didn't do what they're supposed to do. You can make fun of them. They can make fun of you to use that as motivation to get started. Yep. Obviously, there's lesser personal trainers. Like you can do some sort of like app on your phone or like a P90X mm-hmm. type of video thing, which definitely helps, but you don't have the accountability factor there. So you need to add in a level of accountability. Yeah, that's true. And I can attest to that, that P90X, that was one of our experiments. <laughs> it, you know, this stuff dates back as far as Tybo. <laughs> Yeah. VHS tapes. I mean, we've tried to, obviously that was before we were married. That was a long time ago. I was a kid, but I've always been into those ideas. I was the kid who bought the ab belt. <laughs> you know, I was like, the kid that, that got the ab roller. The, I was, the you know, ab belt that, that like shook you? Is there that one? Yeah. Like, it basically electrocutes yeah. you. So, you know. It, well, that, what's, what's that uh, like in the, alert. Like the 80s, they had that thing where it was like, rub their backs you know what I'm talking about oh yeah 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 exactly because you got the big conveyor belt right making yeah. you shimmy oh, oh so goofy that's, that's, that's pretty funny but I mean people have been trying to hack their health for a while and it seems like we're making yeah. progress right well that's kind of the point of this episode what I was trying to entail is that my wife and I've gone through a lot of these trial and error things but there's a few that have a lot more benefit to them than a lot of the others so if you don't want to go waste your next decade getting ab belts, then, you know, hopefully we can share some tidbits that actually are effective. And in a lot of cases, they're free too, or cheap. Yeah. And then the last tip that I had on here was back to diet. And then this is not only is it free, but it actually makes you money. You'll make money by doing this. And it's really fast. And that's not eating out. I'm kind of talking to myself here as well. Not only does it cost money to continuously, especially now working from home, 
doing Uber Eats or DoorDash constantly, yeah. but I feel horrible afterwards. Yep. Like yep. I feel absolutely horrible after eating yeah. out. So again, two benefits there and it's, it's really fast, right? It just in the morning, instead of ordering Starbucks, just have coffee at home and make two eggs and put them on a piece mm-hmm. of toast instead. Yeah. The way I kind of look at that too, this is the way I frame that in my mind, which is true to me, is you can have the short-term satisfaction of say the fast food or the alcohol or whatever it is, right? Something bad for you. And it feels great in the moment, but then you're suffering so much longer than that with the repercussions of that choice. And if you're talking about doing something healthy, like, yeah, I don't want to do the push-ups. I don't want to drink the celery juice. Okay, well, short-term trade-off for an all-day effect is a lot more worthwhile. So if you can just zoom out to like a 24-hour period, you start to see that a lot of this health stuff is actually a lot easier and makes a lot of sense. So that's kind of how Mm -hmm. I try to look at that. Yeah, and for me, mine's a little bit different. So what I'll do is I'll try my best to do well all week. And then Friday night is when I get to do my, <laughs> yeah. my gorging, my Uber Eats, yeah. <laughs> my uh, whatever I got from Uber Eats. Uh, and then the next morning I feel horrible and then I start it over again. That helps yeah, yeah. me. I'm not saying to do that, but it helps me. <laughs> you got the dinner table laid out like the Talladega Nights with the Kentucky exactly. Fried Chicken and the Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's The Rock who also does that. Yeah. Or he's got that famous picture of him with a bunch of pancakes stacked up and a pizza <laughs> and like a big pop and... They'll do cheat meals every once in a while. He, he, I don't think he does them every week, but that's kind of the concept. I don't think it's 100% necessary to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Just, you just need to do it in moderation. I can't be doing Uber Eats every yeah. single day and then not working out every single day. But at the same time, I don't want to measure out all my food for every single meal and then mm-hmm. go from there to the gym for five hours. Yeah, I love that philosophy too. And there's different ratios, but I hear that the 80-20, right? It's like what matters is what you're doing 80% of the time, but that 20 is kind of flexible. And even Tony Robbins talks about it. He never deprives himself permanently of anything. Like I'm never eating chocolate again. I'll never have ice cream. It's like he'll have it, but in small limited portions here and there, not every single day after dinner, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, certainly makes sense. All right, Travis, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Let me just explain this celery juice. We didn't get too much into it. So we're talking about juicing, number one. Okay, if you have only a blender, you can do it, but you'll need one of those nut milk bags, kind of like a strainer for the juice. And we're talking about literally just straight celery juice, like a stock of celery, ideally organic. If it's not organic, make sure you wash it thoroughly. But just putting that through to have 16 ounces of straight celery juice, no ice, no dilution, no water. Don't mix it with cucumber juice or any other kind of fruits or veggies. And you drink that in the morning separated from food. So ideally about an hour apart from other foods and breakfast. Okay. And that gives it a chance to circulate through your body, cleanse your liver. It can reduce brain fog and acne, eczema, acid reflux, headaches, migraines, inflammation. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. In my blog, I put four links at the bottom to four completely unrelated sources where they go into the science behind it, the case studies, the true advocates behind all this kind of stuff. And again, I'm no doctor or health expert, but check out those links. And it's really that simple. Buy some celery stocks, 16 ounces, once per day minimum. We try to do two per day if possible, my wife and I, but it's just crazy. And you're talking about aiding and weight loss for those looking to do that, a little bit of jogging, running, cardio, plus this equals a lot better results than what a lot of people try to do for weight loss. But that's really it. 
I wanted to share that because that one thing has had the biggest impact on energy and health and the things I just listed. And the list goes on and on and on. You'll have to look it up yourself. But that's just what I wanted to share with folks out of all these crazy (laughs) adventures, as I call them. That's one that I think everybody can do that everybody can benefit from that's cheap and easy and simple. Great, Travis. Well, thanks for telling us about this. Thanks for joining me again today on our first ever, I'm going to get it right, actively passive show podcast. I don't know. Actively, actively investing something. We'll figure that last part out, but the actively passive. Is, uh, <laughs> so today was, stuff. today was the actively portion. Next time it'll be the passively portion. <laughs> exactly. So again, Travis, appreciate it. Best of listeners as always. Thank you for listening. Have a best ever day. Make sure you try out some of these tips and we will talk to you tomorrow. PropStream is an all-in-one platform that gives you the tools you need to reach more leads, book more meetings, and close more deals with less work. With PropStream, you can find vacant and off-market properties, locate potential investors, or gain invaluable market insight in seconds. PropStream also features state-of-the-art marketing tools that allow you to send out direct mail postcards and ringless voicemail, which will help you close more deals with less stress. Visit your7dayfreetrial.com to start your free trial and experience all the amazing features PropStream has to offer. That's your, the number seven, dayfreetrial.com. Are you serious about taking the first step in the gateway to financial freedom? Then join Jake and Gino on a four-week course that will teach you how to become a multifamily real estate investor. Go to jakeandgino.com. That's J-A-K-E-A-N-D-G-I-N-O.com.